Welcome to the Heron Heads podcast. My name is Julio, and I'm joined today by some friends and fellow Inter-Miami fans, Dave, Jose, and Chris. And on behalf of the guys, we want to thank you for joining us for episode four here on the Heron Heads podcast, your first stop for all things Inter-Miami. For those of you watching on YouTube, thanks for stopping by, and make sure you hit the like and subscribe button if you enjoy the show. Uh, on today's show, we're recapping the 4-1 to one win by Inter-Miami over Philadelphia Union and honestly, I am flabbergasted with that result. I am shocked by so many things that took place in this game from basically the very first touches of the ball where Joseph Martinez actually takes a shot, which really probably would have frustrated me if there was any other end result other than the goal that it was. It was almost like a fadeaway long shot from the corner of the box, one-on-one, and Blake just had a bad angle at it and it goes through. And then you have our domination of the ball for the first two quarters of the game. And I I am just genuinely shocked with us coming away with the four, one victory. All I heard in the build up toward this match was Philadelphia is going to be the toughest opposition that we've faced. They're so stout defensively. And while all of that may be true on paper, once it came time to play, Everything went out the window and they got punched in the mouth and had no response. They were flat the entire first half and they just had no answer for anything that we were doing. And anytime that they had a break throughout the whole game, they blew it. They blew one-on-one chances consistently. They had opportunities to score goals. They had a, a chance where calendar was completely pulled out of the net and they still missed. It was just, I, I am just so amazed with what we just witnessed anyone else feel free to jump in because i i I don't (laughs) know that was beautiful (laughs) that was beautiful you guys can be as amazed as you want but i think i recall last last episode we had our little predictions and i think i think i know that i predicted a 4-1 win and everybody gave me grief because everybody said this this defense this defense this defense and this defense had never seen Messi. That being said, Messi, I, I I believe Messi only had 50 touches in this game. Yet his impact was really felt because he was being marked, Busquets was being marked, Alba was being marked. But this team came together and they played through the other guys. And that's what opened up the game. Even the, fir- the first goal, uh, Busquets was being marked super tight. And uh, Kristoff was able to launch a nice pass deep because he had all the space in the world. And then yeah, Martinez kind of flashed that speed that we've been we've been hoping to see. And and like Julio said, he had that the nice finish. I thought the goal was fantastic. It was it was beautiful. It it had some tailing action on it. It kind of curved around the the goalkeeper there, and it was just man, that that feel good because everybody was talking about that Philadelphia crowd. That Philadelphia crowd, it it keeps them in games, and to be able to shut them up so quick. Oh my God, it was a thing of it beauty. It was beautiful. Oh, and they were allowed. They were allowed to start. So until they weren't to, to hear them, in. just yeah. Then we didn't great. hear them. We didn't hear them again until Messi. Until Messi had that that shot blocked that didn't even count anyways because of the offsides deep into the second half. Then they got real loud for that. But by that point, the game's out of hand. Oh my god! I I, I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't remember feeling this good 
for an Inter Miami win in a long time. It's yeah, like game. you said, it was. That's it, not true. It was. That's not true. It's been a couple of days. But, <laughs> oh my god, this is the best one yet. <laughs> and, and talking about Messi, Messi t- taking up the spotlight. I mean that that pass from uh, uh, Taylor down to to Alba to end the half. Everyone was looking at Messi on that one. That all eyes were on him. They left. Taylor got the steal. He he dribbled it by himself. No one was within five yards from him. They're they're too worried about Messi. And he made the beautiful pass down to Alba and, and Alba obviously finished it with a goal. So like you said, Messi just he he just all spotlight on him. He just took all the attention and, and it let the other guys around him just shine. So really a, happy about that. There's a few things that we can look at from the uh the, the, the you know the the recap that we did uh last night and then how, how it transitioned to now it's a now it's a brand new team different than we're way more concerned about uh, going into this game than we were like like who do actually said or like what are we scared like like are, are we scared of uh, of this team and and what what scares us that that was a conversation getting into this game and we just we just throw to the four one you know I was the only one that had any fear everyone else when I posed that question said we're not scared and I was <laughs> we're like, not scared we, we should we... be scared and now in hindsight we shouldn't yeah. be scared of anybody <laughs> no I, I am officially. And we can have this on record. I am officially gonna be the pompous, arrogant Inter Miami fan that we can be any team, and we're favorites in every single game. End of story. That's it. Cocky Miami fan. There's That's no, it. I'm here. Nothing better. There's I'm nothing here. better in the world than a cocky Miami fan. The, the, and and the everybody is, loves it. No, they hate it. But it, and, and if you look at it, if you look at the stats that we're looking for going into this game, what 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 were we looking at? We we're looking at possession, right? Possession was fifty three forty seven. We we won it, but you know they, they they stormed back in the second half and they, they were really putting it to us. Uh, they just really weren't able to to hammer in some goals, but they had some opportunities. If we're honest, um, they had sixteen shots uh, that they were just letting rip, letting them rip all, all over the field. Uh, four of them were actually on 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 point, you know, on goal. But um, what, what was the stat that we were looking at, Julio? I think they had a two point six. Uh, expected goal to our like what point uh, four point six, have point yeah, six like, for the game. Yeah, we had 0.6 expected goal and we scored four goals. That that's crazy. That yeah. that that's some skill right there. Uh, we didn't rely on on the big three. That's something I noticed. Like, like David said, uh, they they were marking all our guys and and uh, leaving other guys wide open, and we were doing very well just facilitating to those guys. And we had a lot of space ultimately on on this great defense, right? Uh, we we beat a team that was undefeated at home all year long, four one. I think there was a they set a stat in game that they hadn't let four goals uh, scored in that building since like 2018. Yeah, they had they had four goals scored in this tournament total leading up to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But we said we said that was against who? That was against Querétaro twice, against mm-hmm. Club Tijuana. And I think Dallas might have been their other game and, and New York Red Bulls. And I, yeah, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. Uh, Jose, you mentioned the things that we were looking for 53% possession for the game, but really the first half we had 59%. And, and then we were up 3 0 at halftime. So, of course, we're going to play on the back and, and let them have a little bit more possession. And so we don't allow too many counters. We had 13 shots to their six. We had. Uh, let's see here. There were 15 fouls that they 
they fouled us, they committed on us. And like you said, the big three didn't have a big game, but the beauty of it is that they are such centers of gravity that they pull everybody, whether it's attention or they physically pull people out of position, that it opens up the space. And now you're seeing this Inter-Miami team, you're seeing the others, you're seeing them find these spaces and actually do something with it. We had goals from Joseph Martinez. We had goals from David Ruiz. We had goals from Messi and Alba, but those were all byproducts of other players finding them in open space and finding acres of space to run into and to make plays into. It's beautiful. Like it's, it's, we're, we're the unstoppable force. And what did I say that what was one of my, one of my quote unquote fears for the game was I was worried on how the defensive back end was going to hold up with the press. What press? They pressed for the first, the first 10 minutes of the game. And then they completely fell off that press. And yeah, they started pressing again in the second half. But Hulu even said it last game that Kristoff had made some nice passes. And I was I was still worried about it going into this one. <laughs> I think they tried. I think they tried to press. Kristoff's assist was just like he had miles around him. Yeah, they tried to press early and they and they backed off that strategy real quick. Which I, don't is know, crazy. I don't know if it was if it was that they were scared of the of the of the three Barcelona guys or if they just they were tired from pressing but i don't know i don't know what it happened could it have to do with the formation that they started the game with because they, they started normal which is they started with a different formation, formation and then they changed he played it. this formation before though this is not a new formation for them it's not their typical formation but they they do have experience with this formation and i think uh, some of it has to do with the health of their players i'm not going to blame it on the health of their players but that might be why another another reason why they didn't go two strikers because they don't look Carranza didn't play at all Mm-hmm. Well, so one, one thing I noticed about the that Julio mentioned the 15 fouls, which is actually something that Chris had mentioned in the in the something to look at, to, to look at into this game that they do foul a lot, and I almost like like I said to you guys in, in during the game, I was like, man, it almost feels like uh, uh, when when Jordan was playing that how, how the Pistons used to like make Jordan rules and how they just would say, okay, well he's way more talented than us. Right, like like Messi's way more talented. Alba's way more talented. Busquets, you know, if we leave him unguarded, like this guy's gonna rip rip our team to shreds. I'm gonna get in them. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna foul them. I'm not I'm not gonna let them. Uh, I'm not gonna let them be comfortable. Um, and and that's you know they, they definitely were doing that. They definitely were doing that. It wasn't something where, um, where they weren't like holding off on fouling Messi or any of these guys, which is something that we've already been seeing a lot. From from these MLS teams, honestly, on on these guys, um, they they're, they're they're playing super physical on uh, on Messi on, on Sergio. It's not working, but that seems to be what they're trending every every time we play them. That seems to be what they're doing. I know Twelman Twelman was complaining that these guys were playing too off of the of the other players and being too much on on Messi and them. And I'm laughing to myself, thinking, well, what do you want? Do you want them to play off? Of Messi and them, I know you're supposed to play within your system, but you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's a catch twenty two on these guys. Like, what are they supposed to do? They came out playing scared, and it was the last thing I expected. I I felt that they were going to come out backing themselves. All this talk of all the coop and and all like Philadelphia's going to dominate this and the roosters let the roosters get, get loose. And and you know, Twelman again on the commentary brought up Philadelphia since twenty twenty. Most points in the MLS, most goals scored, mo- fewest goals allowed since 2020. Why wouldn't you back yourself? And they just played like 
they they honored the the greatness that was on the opposite side of the field to their detriment. It, they gave them so much space to operate in. And like we were saying, it wasn't even when Messi and Busquets and Alba were on the ball. They were just being dragged to them by their gravitational pull, and it allowed so much room for everybody to run into, even though Philadelphia came out with a very defensive lineup. You think it would have made a difference if they would have stayed with the regular lineup? I think if Carranza were playing up top, maybe he finishes some of the chances they had in the first half that wouldn't have allowed it to get as out of hand as it was by halftime. But I don't, I, I, like I said, I'm now a, a convert and we're, we're, we're just too good. We're too good. <laughs> yeah. The, the second half seemed to have a little more attacking space, I think for, uh, for Philadelphia, but again, the, I don't think the, the change really made much of a difference. Maybe, maybe if Carranza was there, like you said, but, it seems like the formation change really didn't do much. Yeah, and they also threw caution to the wind and started taking more chances, playing yeah, much more aggressively. You play a little more desperate when you're down three zero. A hundred percent. So, a hundred percent. I yeah, I was I was blown away, blown away, and and great games from Kristov. Fantastic game by Drake Callender. He had maybe one bad mistake where he sort of got dribbled around, and and. Philadelphia made a mess of of everything afterwards, but Drake Callender had an incredible save, maybe around the 60th minute. Yeah, it was on the 60th minute where he, a header off of a cross, low away from Callender, and he dove in fingertips oh, save. Arms. Fingertips, but yeah. Beautiful, fingertips. beautiful save, incredible, and that would have made the game really interesting because even after they eventually scored on the 71st minute from Bedoya, who had just recently come on. Then it, you, Philadelphia had some momentum going, and they had that that sort of feeling back about them that oh wait we can we can kind of score against these guys let's go after for real. And there were moments when we were saying we really need this next goal to go up four one to go up three goals again because if they score another even if there's ten minutes left it's going to get really tight. But calendar huge save again very controlling of his penalty area really understanding this is my space. If a cross comes in and it's close enough, I'm going to catch it or deflect it. He had a nice punch on one of the corners yep. that completely mm-hmm. took it away. He couldn't get to it cleanly, so he made yeah. sure to knock it out of there. Fantastic yep. command of his penalty area. Fantastic. And Christoph, really impressive performance. He he showed his veteran leadership. Much, I, I would say the same with Joseph Martinez with the early goal. Understanding, hey, we got to take our shot. And I'm in here because I'm the veteran. And Campana's coming for my spot, but... This is my spot, and and kudos to him. I'll give him his flowers because I, you, you know me, I'm on the Cabana train. But if Joseph's gonna take shots like that, I mean, hey, let's stick with yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think Joseph proved proved us all wrong because we were all we were all calling for for Joseph to yeah yeah you were everyone here is calling for Joseph I said, to. I said, to Martin, I said Martinez should have started. I said he was going to start. You said he should have started, but you don't want him out there. David, Last match, David I said, want him out there. I said he, he brings a different dynamic to the, to the game, and and he does. David, I, I David said, why says, change him? Why David, change him if we're winning? David has but, said just very often that he's on a short leash. Basically, if Joseph makes a mistake, for example, when Joseph did a dummy again later in the game, that again just destroyed a beautiful offensive play where he could have taken it in the penalty box and just shot 
He again mm-hmm. did a dummy that that broke down the play. If that would have happened in the third minute, rather than him <laughs> scoring a banger at the third minute, then we have a different conversation. Then it's, it's like get him off the pitch at halftime. No excuses for what just happened. That's not. And the funny thing is, I usually feel that way about Joseph. I'm like, man, I, I get about 15 minutes into the game, and I'm like, I, I need him off. I need him off. The one that I felt like that about today was was Rob Taylor. I, yeah, he had a rough game. I, I I know he had that he had that great possession where he held the ball, held the ball, the ball made a nice pass, and got the goal for Alba. But if it wasn't for that, like, how often do we say that about about Martinez? If it wasn't for that for that PK, he would have had a terrible game. I felt that way about Robert Taylor, and he came off. He came out. He was the first one subbed off. Um, and I'm not saying that he's a bad player or he just had a, a game that we're not accustomed to seeing from him. He's had down games, but this I think is the worst game in the in this cup. And uh, and yeah, but but look, but this shows Tata's willingness to to move off players who are struggling, and get a different dynamic in there. And, and, and we I had think that a, to... go ahead, go ahead. Kromansky had a had a situation where he, where he had a horrible pass when we were really in striking distance. And it's funny, I, I thought Tata would pull him because you know he's he's a very young player. You know maybe this might get to his head. Who knows? But he's not going to pull him. With him. He's, he's not going to pull him for one mistake. Kromansky, I thought played a, very a horrible player. mistake. Yeah, but it's one mistake. He played a very solid game. What I love about Kromaski is he's running like a wild horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just galloping all around the field with full full intensity every moment out there. You're not going to take – yeah, sometimes he's very young. He's going to make a mistake or two. But for one mistake, yeah, I get it. He led, it, it, he led the team in, in, in mild ran in the game. Yeah. I, 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 thought, I thought Robert Taylor's game was very similar to Gomez's game against Dallas where it felt like he was trying to do too much. And it ended up just hindering the plays that we were making because it was constantly finding Taylor and we had a good play going. There was like really good flow and he would try to do too much. He would try to take on one too many defenders rather than just making the simple play. And it ended up more often than not just ending in a turnover or he would like run the ball out of bounds and it really just stifled the play. It was like, he was doing too much, just like Gomez who coincidentally Gomez came on and had a really nice stretch very dynamic, and he was brought in for Taylor, presumably to add more bodies in in midfield to help sort of see this game out. But he he had really nice transition play, just exactly what I envision him doing is getting the ball on the defensive end and linking it to the front. You know, it, it's almost his trademark now that he misses a, a shot completely. So we'll see if he can tighten that up. But hey, if he's playing really solid box to box. I can live with one shot a game going completely wild and occasionally being on target. I need him. I need to be able to say, yeah, he's not a scorer at least once a game. So I'm, I'm glad that he gave us that. It, it's almost like if, if he doesn't, did he actually play? Right. I need, I need to notice him on the offensive side for me to be like, okay, he's on. A hundred percent. I thought, I thought he, he was a, a, a very intelligent impact sub. And to that end, David Ruiz, incredible substitute. I was texting in the chat, David Ruiz, really smart play. David Ruiz, really smart play. David Ruiz, really smart play. David Ruiz goal. And I was, I, I couldn't believe it. You had said that left back had a horrible uh, he two did. minutes. Uh, he had a nightmare. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was it was Kai Wagner. I'm not sure who it was, but he had a foul on way in our side of the pitch, on our defensive side, that really alleviated a lot of pressure that Philadelphia was putting on and then followed that up with 
either two quick fouls on Ruiz or a quick foul on Ruiz. Then Philadelphia got possession and he allowed the ball to kind of run off the pitch mm-hmm. and followed by another foul on Ruiz. And again, when they were building up Philadelphia, he again had a pass go to him that went out of bounds rather than him being able to retrieve it. An awful set of plays for him. And then Ruiz came in and scored what eventually ended up being the final goal of the game. But Ruiz, great sub. And, and Tata's just pulling all the right strings at all the right times. It's just, he, he's, he's not only tactically changing this team and, and you can see the confidence with which everybody's playing, but he's just making the right moves at the right time. It's beautiful. You, you know what helps? You know what helps, Tata? Having uh, having Messi? Having Messi come in six <laughs> games, six games, 21 goals with, with Messi. I think what MLS, the whole the whole MLS season so far, they've had what, uh, 22, yeah, it, 22 yeah. goals, I think it is? Right. So Inter-Miami in the league have scored 22 goals in 22 games and through six games in the League's Cup with Messi on the team, we've scored 21 goals. Uh, it, unbelievable. Ridiculous. Revolutionize ridiculous. this team. Revolutionize the culture and the identity of this team completely. We are a force to be reckoned with. Going back to the subs that 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 Mark Data's making, how refreshing is it that this team has players coming off the bench that can make an impact? I mean, even Noah Allen came on. Someone who we were just clamoring for Alba to get in so that we can get Noah Allen off. Noah Out Allen of our come lives. comes on as an additional defenseman and you're like okay cool and he makes a great clearance and there's just there's almost as if the pressure has been alleviated from these players thinking they have to do more and and playing above themselves knowing that there's this calming presence of Alba or Busquets or Messi obviously it's it's just the composure with which everybody's playing with now is completely different and it's making everyone play so much better how about we start giving the- some praise, heaping some praise to David Beckham? I I know he's the main reason we we got the big three, but he has an eye for for this young talent. Uh, he he's the one who spotted Kramaski. He's the one who's who's bringing in a lot of these young players. That's why I'm very excited to see what these young guys are going to do, because when you infuse that young talent with these established players, it's going to be fun. I mean, not that this isn't fun, but holy smokes, this is going to be something. There's more upside. There's more upside. And it's great to see them getting opportunities to play in games like this, even if it's in for brief moments, right? Ruiz came on for what amounted to about 20 minutes, scores a goal, has a really nice set of plays back to back to back to back. Kermaski's getting starts at this point. Noah Allen coming on and getting a few minutes to spell Alba. And you know these guys not only are getting great playing time, but in training they're around generational talent. And that is exposure. It is invaluable. It, it, you cannot it, it's the old mastercard commercial it's priceless right like you cannot put a, a dollar value next to that and learning yeah. from these greats at their positions right messi is potentially the greatest soccer player of all time i i'm not convinced that he is the officially the greatest in my book and jordi alba one of the top left backs of all time and busquets one of the best dms of all time and all these players are learning from them it's going to help also if, if we ever want to move off from these guys, these young guys. I, I think this this transition right now that they're that, that we've brought in these veterans to help them out with their training, well, you know, they, they're, they're going to get exposed to all these. Like I said, the exposure that they're getting. 
the 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 ability to be able to be around these guys is it's is making them better on the pitch. That's one thing I've noticed. Like, like, like I said, Robert Taylor, Robert Taylor has been on this team. It's not a, you know he, he I, I, he's been on this team. Now, what is he? Is he a hot and cold kind of kind of player? I think that's what we're look we're seeing. Even when you inject Messi and you inject Busquets and Alba, it seems like some some games he's really really good. Some games he seems to kind of you know wither away, come in, come out. Um, but but ultimately, the more the more uh, the more exposure they're 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 doing, if they're sponges and they're getting this knowledge from these guys, they're going to be worth a pretty penny one day, especially you're, the young guys. You're already looking to sell. No, but I think that's important because realistically, you can't keep everyone, and realistically, each player has different, you know, goals personally, right? Professional goals, and and some of these players will move on. We're not going to keep this team every year, year in year out. So it is good for the club from like an EA Madden franchise mode <laughs> that these players that don't necessarily get the playing time that they're looking for have value awesome. because then we can sell them on and you know maybe acquire some more young talent or infuse some of that money back into the youth academy there's a lot of uh, long-term benefits to this where not the, just, where, not where just the success we're seeing now yeah, like, it's funny we... I, I was thinking uh, I was thinking the opposite I was thinking Messi, Busquets, Jordi, they're not going to be here forever. And maybe this is great training for all these young guys. They're, they're really young, 18, 19 years old. And I don't know how many years these guys are going to be here, but maybe they're building for the future. So it's the, the opposite spectrum of, of, of what you're saying, Jose. Instead of selling them off, mm-hmm. maybe they're looking into the future too. Maybe they become good enough that they want to leave somewhere else. That's that's the other reality of it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. Both. It's both. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, like I know, I, know F- I know the Cincinnati FC – They've had players that have been poached from European leagues and things like that. So, yeah, the more winning that they start doing in, in Miami, you know that they're getting the eyes of the world on them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're going to look at these young guys and some of these bigger clubs are going to want to have them in their program. You see what's happening in the Saudi league right now where, th- where they're just buying off all these top talents in, in Europe. There's a, there's a lot of money that's sitting there in Europe that eventually, if, if God forbid, we start, we start getting some homegrown talent uh, you know, just uh, just getting getting them them up and running, and and all of a sudden, Chelsea wants to wants to buy Kramaski. You know, God forbid, hundred million. I think you know? that's that's part of what what Beckham when he brought the team to Miami and he wanted to build the academy. Part of it. So right now, our team is is mostly of international uh, origin. Kramaski's not. Ruiz is not. I'm sorry. Not yeah. Ruiz. I think Ruiz is, is local, right? I'm pretty he's sure. Lo- he's a local kid, Miami. Yeah, and Allen, I think as well. So we want we're we're trying to build build up this this local this local talent pool, and that'll help that'll help both the club and that'll help the country when it comes to to talking about U.S. men's team. So we'll see we'll see if if this if this uh, template works, and I wonder if some of these other MLS teams will try, are going to try to bring in a big player to kind of do the same thing because they were talking about it on the broadcast as well. Miami's showing the blueprint. You can just bring in a couple of really, really good players. I granted good luck getting another Messi, but bring in a few talented players who are not at the end of the of the ropes and and see you can make a couple smart buys of some young players and look at the at the turnaround that you can make in a relatively small uh, short period of time. Again, all of that with the caveat, you're not going to have Messi, so it won't be as drastic. But it is very possible. And he's yeah. patient. He hasn't he hasn't shown too much frustration. You know, I think there was a game that he he looked super frustrated. 
can't remember right now. And was it uh was um, but you know he's he I'm, I'm, it comes with the territory having all these 18, 19, 20 year olds all around you, they're gonna make mistakes. Yeah, just to clarify, David Ruiz is Honduran, but we do have Noah Allen, Kermaski, Robbie Robinson is a young American. There's there's lots of young Americans in the system in the youth academy that has been ha- that has had a lot of um, investment in. So I do think long term the the benefits of having these world class players, these generational players, is going to be felt and it's going to have repercussions throughout the club, not just on the pitch. Um, but yeah, the 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 game that we witnessed tonight completely blew me away. I I don't we we are without a doubt favorites in the final. Doesn't matter if it's Nashville or Monterrey. Would be great for Monterrey to win so that we can play down in South Florida. And um, but we'll we'll see how that game ends up. And and looking ahead after that, I mean we have U.S. Open Cup next week, mm-hmm. but um for the MLS season, Jose, we were saying they have to win 10 out of 14. And I was questioning it. (laughs) We're going to win 14 out of 14, (laughs) maybe four goals each game. This game showed that there's no, I don't think there's a weak spot right now. If they play like they played tonight and, and even the last game, there is no weak spot right now. If Uh, originally I thought the defense might be a weak spot, but man, they played so great today. I don't even see that weak spot anymore. That's gone. We have one one weak spot. It's if the, if there's a team that has turf on their field, Messi doesn't want to play on that. Allegedly. So, allegedly. So that could be a weak spot. We'll find out. We'll, we'll find, find out. out yeah. I I'm I'm blown away by this team. I I don't know why I'm surprised, but I am just blown away. Honestly, we I I fear no one. I fear no it, one anymore. <laughs> it might be Chelsea right now. That's why I see it. <laughs> Why? 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 Why are you the way that? Just you want to, to pick on you too, you Chelsea fans. Jabbing at you too. Anyways, regarding Inter Miami, uh, yeah, we'll see who they face in the um in the League's Cup final, which will be on Saturday. Do I have that right, gentlemen? Anybody know? Yes. Uh, okay, so I'm the League's Cup final will be on Saturday against either Nashville or Monterrey, and um. We'll we'll release a preview ahead of that match once we know who the opponent will be, and uh, we're able to do some due diligence on them, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. But thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you guys soon.